podcast. This is Liz. It's Remy. And we're back for another episode. I guess we've got some things to talk about. Some sleeper holds and some suspensions there. Some WWE. No, no, NBA. NBA, not the WWE. Some floor slippage as well. Yeah. Oh, bullshit. I don't know. Complaint. I mean, they still won. <laughs> So for like, the some of the some Raptors did complain as well. So there were some complaints about there have been complaints on other various complaints about the in-season tournament floors. Aside from them being ugly, they are apparently slippery for some people. So after the game between the Raptors and Boston last night, Jalen Brown was very vocal in his dislike of the slippery edge right. of the I feel like he was disliked it because he slipped at the end, right? But, like, he wasn't really complaining about the floor throughout the game, right? Like, he only was referencing that part. But, yeah, I just think I, it's the first year with these floors. Luca was also complaining. I just, I don't, see, my thing is, maybe it's just, like, they use the same floors for all the games, 82 games. They don't change those floors. It's not like they bring them back. So, Players get used to the, you get used to the floor. I think a lot of the tripping and falling is when I watch the courts, there's a little bit of depth perception happening. Like it feels like the court is kind of like on two different levels. Yeah. The, dark, the colors are so bright and it's like that there's still a parquet color that they use. But I think a lot of the, you just, it's, it's it looks like you would, I would trip on that court if I was running and thought that it wasn't supposed to be black at that point. And then it's like black and you're like, I can't see the yeah, lines on the court. That was more my, I don't want to say concern, but wondering about the floor is like, like isn't playing on all those colors like that going to be jarring? And they didn't really test it. It's not like they sat there and tested these floors to be like, let's test these and see what they're like to play on. The players didn't see it till we seen it. Right. It's weird. So, I think they'll they'll address that out. I think it's it's you can't address it right now. You're like in the midst of it, but I think they notice that. I think they'll figure out if it's something. Maybe it's maybe they got maybe because the the floors have a lot of like color to them. Maybe that's maybe the temperature needs to be different. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, it's it's like I would think playing on that floor would be a little like some of them would be like weird the Cavs one actually isn't too bad because the Cavs one is actually like tan pretty much yeah that's the, theirs isn't bad the Raptors one isn't bad either because it's like gold and black so it's like two solid gold colors I don't know Jalen Brown said yeah. it was the worst one <laughs> he was yeah. very dramatic yeah about well yeah because he almost because he almost lost that's that's not the one Jalen Brown oh if if he would have lost, he would have really been blaming the floor. Yeah, but the thing is, he hasn't played on all of them yet. Raptors are the last team to play. Playing team. Yeah, I know. Which is weird, because then he would have seen that floor before somebody could have made fun of it. I'm actually, as the tournament's going on, I'm actually enjoying the playing games. I'm not really, like, yeah, I'm watching week, games in the week, but I'm enjoying the the, the playing games like I, when they're coming to Friday and Tuesday I'm like alright this is going to be a good 
and it's a lot battle. of games on those days yeah. you can kind of just watch like you yeah. know yeah not, not bad. I mean, not bad at all. Like, well, let's talk about the the the. I like the intensity, like huh? the, the you know, like yeah. the, the well, Draymond. Intensity. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get. Let's get to that. There is some intensity going on. <laughs> you know, the the Cavs. If they won, they beat Detroit. I mean, they were gonna probably beat Detroit, and Donovan Mitchell didn't even play. So it's kind of like. And I was talking to my dad, and my dad was like, well, I don't know if the players even really care about the in-season tournament. And I was they do. I think some of them. Clearly, some teams Draymond the- cares. care. Draymond cares. The- I think the Timberwolves care because they're doing well right now. This is what I like about it. So, this is the round-robin one. These games don't count. You could win the tournament. Uh, uh, yeah, the yeah, group ones. But what does count is the points. Yes. You want to have more points. So you need to score. Right? Like they got mad at Joel Embiid for scoring a bucket in the fourth quarter with like they were winning and there was like it was the shot clock was off and he went to score. And he's like, yo, I think these guys don't know the rules. This is the play in it. Like the points count. We're trying to win this thing. Right. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I think it's a good I don't know if they should. I don't know. Let's see how it goes a couple of years. We might not even like it in a couple of years. It just takes one big inju- injury in, uh, in a semis or something for people to be like, okay, let's rethink this but, or let's rethink when we do it. But I think if the NBA ever decides of going year round with a couple months off, but like a couple, like solid months off. They could do that. Like if you started training camp in in early September, you could do the round robin of the play in as exhibition games. Right. Just the round robin part, not like any seating or nothing. You could do that as exhibition games and that every team play each other that's in there. The money might not be worth it to the guy making five, ten million dollars a season. Right. But for for the G League player that's on a two way contract that's maybe just making one point two million, right? An extra five hundred thousand dollars is worth it, right. right? You know, you all want to play for them to get extra money. So yeah. there's a lot of motivation there, yeah. and with that is crazy Draymond. Let's get to Draymond. So obviously, some teams in the West Coast are taking this very seriously. The Timberwolves are doing well right now. They're looking good. Anthony Edwards is looking good. Cat is looking good. You know, they still have Rudy Gobert. Okay. So, so, you know, Draymond go well. Clay and McDaniel's. What is McDaniel's first name? There's so his brother plays for the Raptors. Like I, I always get them mixed up. Oh really? He's got. A- yeah, I think it's Jade, Jalen, and Jaden. Let's find out. That is some creative name choosing for your children. Yeah, I could be. I could be totally wrong. Okay, make it easy on yourselves. I get. <laughs> okay, true, true. He's Jaden. He's Jaden. Okay. Yeah, Jaden McDaniel. Jaden McDaniel's gets into a little shirt pulling tuffle with Clay Thompson. Someone said something. 
they they actually get really get into it. They like he rips Clay's shirt, and then at some point Rudy Gobert goes in because you know they start fighting, and it's it looks like Rudy Gobert was probably trying to break it up, but the way he pulls Clay Thompson. If I guess if you were really not paying that close attention and a bit of a hothead like Draymond, you might think that he was trying to like grab and put Clay in a chokehold or do something to Clay. So Draymond comes flying in, which is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time, and just chokes out Rudy Gobert. And then it gets broken up and all this. It's, I mean, I watched that clip so many times because it's so funny and when it slows down and you just see Draymond when you realize because at first you're like what the fuck how did Dray like how did Clay and Daniels fighting turn into like Draymond choking out Rudy Gobert but then you when you watch it again and you see him fly in <laughs> so here's the thing and it, it happens really fast in that clip it, yeah so you have to watch the slow no, down there's no basket scored yet the game just started. Nobody had shot. There was that one re- shot, missed shot, and a rebound. Yeah. And you see at the beginning, Clay kind of has his hand on Jalen McDaniels' jersey and chest. Yeah. But they're kind of tussling a bit. Yeah. And then Rudy Gobert kind of lunges over, and his hands are kind of by Clay Thompson's neck. Yeah. Sort of like, you know what? And then, Depending on the angle you looked at it from, you might yeah. I can see why you, so, if you're just... So, I think Draymond's just seen that about to happen. And the only thing that he could do to Rudy Gobert is choke him down. He's not big enough. Like, if he pushes him, he's at a super disadvantage because he's almost like a foot taller than him. Yeah. Right? So he went for his neck. It was a crazy chokehold. I seen the muscles flexing there. He was choking him. Oh, yeah. Rudy Gobert was tapping a little bit. <laughs> but like, my concern... Tap out, Rudy. Tap out. Is... Is Carl well, Anthony Towns. What? Carl Anthony Towns is the second biggest guy on that court. Yeah. You're big. He did nothing. Guy on the court is being choked up by a small Draymond. You're right behind Draymond with a mean mug on your face, but you're not aggressively trying to get Draymond off of him. That was a telling thing to me, no matter what. Like, it's mal. Like, if, if you're choking my player on my team, it's the malice and the powers all over again. Yeah. We're all fighting today. Well, that's why, that's why, I mean, I think that's why Draymond went in. Here's the thing. Draymond is kind of player. I mean, say what you will about him, but you, he had, like he has, unless you're Jordan Poole, he has your back and he's the kind of guy you want on your team. Cause you know, if anybody messes with you, Draymond is there. Like he is there. Right. 100%. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah, they let Rudy Gobert get choked out. And to be honest, like the comments were hilarious because there were several comments that were like three years too late. And, you know, like, like Draymond's been waiting to do that. There's probably a lot of players that were like, I wouldn't mind choking him out. Yeah, yeah. You like, started COVID. He, one, he didn't just take one for the team. He took one for the league. <laughs> like he just... You know, what is it really Rudy Gobert? Yeah, because he gave everybody COVID. That's part of it. it. I'm sure there's other reasons. He's French. 
Oh my gosh. Did I say that? Oops. You said that. That I was mean, hilarious. It's, listen, you know, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not right. I'm not wrong. I'm not. I, 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 we love I, French I, people I, on this podcast. Just I do not, to... not agree with you. But, you know, we're not supposed to say things like that. No, I'm not saying like about French people. Like, I hate Rudy Gobert. Okay. The Lakers are also. Why do you hate Rudy Gobert? Okay. So, um, what were we talking about? Oh, Oh, uh, yeah. We're talking, yeah, we're talking about the, but I love the intensity of, 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 of the playing tournament. I think obviously there's kinks because it's, it's the inaugural, it's the first one. They're going to iron it out. They're going to make it better. It's going to get more competitive. Right. Like it, it, it. Those things will happen for sure. I think yeah. the league did a good job. I, I, when we heard about it and they announced it, I thought it was stupid. I'm not like it. Just it didn't. No, you like, liked it. You liked no, it. No, no. But that, but that was after. But they announced it first. They were talking about having this tournament, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how are they going to do this stupid tournament? Right? Like it was a really thing. <laughs> I just like the name, like the playing tournament. And the, okay, you're getting confused. Yeah, see, that's it see, is there the it is. in-season tournament. Okay, then how easy is that? This is what I'm talking about. This I was just gonna say how easy it is for me to mix them up in season and playing. Like yeah. you gotta give them better names than that. Well, this is like for the NBA Cup, so it's the NBA yeah. Cup tournament. Yeah, like something that. like that. Yeah, the NBA Cup. I mean, that's t- technically what I think it's supposed to be called. I, I don't know. But I think people would be like, what the fuck is an NBA Cup tournament? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not the... But back to Draymond. What, I mean... What, why do you think he choked out Rudy Gobert? Do you think he want? Okay, no, let me say this. Do you think he wanted to choke out Rudy Gobert? Like, was there a, a, okay, so a, a lingering of, a grudge? I, I think there's a lingering grudge. I think a lot of players have this thing about Rudy with Rudy Gobert. Yes. I, I don't know why. I know why. He's French. He looks like, we like know a, yeah. It's a little bit of arrogance that he has. Fair enough. He, right. But I don't think he's a great player, like a great ish kind of player. He's a very tall person, and that gives him the like you know, it's an but advantage. There's a lot of very tall sure. people in the NBA right now. Yeah, right now that have a little but have more skill. Right. They just. Okay, I saw on the news today, apparently, this high, this high school kid who is seven feet, seven. six inches. Yeah. What the fuck? So, I, was just, I was just saying it today that I feel like we're about to hit like a, a, a generation of giants. What, what are they feeding these children? What are you, where do you get this? This is it's insane. A, it's, it's, it's a no That's gluten. too tall. That is too tall. Like, if if we start to have like lots of people that are like well over seven feet tall, and even some like almost eight feet tall people, like I'm five three, like that's two feet taller than I am. Like I'm you know, a midget. You can't say you can't say nothing to them. You can't even argue I'm, with them. You're way too small. I'm a midget yeah. to them. In comparison, like I am not. Even like like I'm a, I like this is like fucking Lord of like Lord of the Rings, George R. R. Martin fantasy. This is like fantasy shit where like there is a race, not race or whatever. I'm an elf or I'm a dwarf. 
elves are tall. I am a dwarf, and this person is a elf or whatever, a tall giant. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't see how you can continue. I, I don't know, like, because like short people are just going to be around short people, and tall people are going to be around tall people, and then we're just going to like become very like all of these tall people and all of these short people. I feel like that could potentially happen. Well. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're you're a tall person who is married to a shorter person, so you know, you have an yeah. interheight marriage. <laughs> Definitely, that's exactly. See, we we do we do mingle well, tall folk. No, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, but I think like. <laughs> but so, how tall is Rudy Gobert? Going back to Rudy Gobert. Rudy sorry. Gobert is seven four, I think. He's seven four. I think he's seven four, seven two or something. Really? I, I, uh, Yama is. He's seven five. Seven five, yeah. And this this kid is seven six. Yeah. And this kid like actually plays really good basketball. So not only are they tall, but they have the they, they move with the agility of somebody that's smaller, which is which is really what makes it. Different. Yeah, that's because that's what you used to never get. Really, you get somebody really tall, but they'd be sort of, you know, okay at basketball. You put them at center and make them block people and hope for, hope for the best. Hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. Yep. <laughs> so Draymond has been suspended for five games. What is your? Do you feel that is accurate and act? You know, okay. Like I'm okay with it. Nobody oh. likes Rudy Gobert, so it's fine. So for me personally, like what I was saying about like the NBA, it's like everybody's like, oh man, they can't believe it. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like I watch basketball where people are punching people in the face all the time. Yeah. Why and, do people, uh, I know why do people act I, like it's unsportsmanlike? And, and there's, it's there's, there's always been enforcers on teams. Right. You know, Draymond is an enforcer on a team. They, they try to devalue Draymond, Dylan Brooks. Those guys are so valuable oh, because yeah. they set the tone for your team. I was making fun of Houston. Houston looks great. Really? They look really good. And it's because you have a player that's an enforcer. He definitely brings that identity to your defense. Hey, and I, I have been saying... Since last year, one of the things I think the Cavs need is a, an enforcer type. They don't have anyone, especially, you know, I don't know if it's going to get better this year, but, you know, they're they're kind of all nice a little bit. The only one who actually can get a little bit of an attitude is Donovan Mitchell, but he's not a big guy. And he's a little bit more like. Yeah, the attitude, is, the, the attitude is, 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 is small, though. For It's yeah. not like it's, I'm not, not afraid like of Donovan. I'm not afraid of Donovan Mitchell getting mad. No, like, exactly. Right, sorry. You know? <laughs> no, no, no yeah. one is. And right? like it's, it's and true. Like, don't have it either. Yeah, they don't have someone who's just like gonna like go hard for you know, like yeah. be like, yeah, if you fuck with my boys, I'm gonna punch you out. And that's I think part if you think of the Warriors' success. 
is like Steph and Clay. They're not, nobody's afraid of Steph or Clay. No. You know, but if you mess with Steph or Clay, Draymond is going to come for you. And that's how they can work the way they do. Because he's, he's going to always do that. And, and, you know, a lot of teams could use that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I thought that. And the Cavs, it, it, you know, you need that. You need a player like that. You need a player that just is no nonsense. I think the Raptors would love Pirtle to be that guy. But he's not that guy, even though his game is very much like he grabs it's got a lot of rebound. Like he does what you expect the enforcer to do, but he has mm-hmm. no enforcement when he does it. He just plays the game of basketball. It's a personality thing. Yeah. You know, and it's not necessarily, you know, Draymond's got his like he plays it up a little bit. So does Dylan Brooks. I don't think you necessarily even have to be a player that plays it up. No. Like you could, I'm sure there's players out there that we don't even really talk about that are like, yeah, nobody messes with them. I like, you know, who does that for the Raptors, but doesn't have the, like, you don't see the overplay. Like he's Mm -hmm. not going to get suspended for hitting somebody in the face. Will be like OG Anobi. When he's playing, like the defensive identity is up. Everybody's more together. Dylan Mm -hmm. Brooks, same thing. When they're on the court, Draymond, when he's on the court, he's not going to give you... Draymond would score, like, two points, have, like, mm. 10 assists and 10 rebounds. But the yeah. whole game, he's basically guarded your best player and giving them help, guarding them. And I think yeah. as much as, like, the league looks it's an offensive league, you need, like, those players. Hockey, they mm. pay somebody millions of dollars to just come off the bench and punch the other enforcer on the team in the face. <laughs> Right, they that's what pay I would want to do. That's that's what I, if I was. Oh man, know, I wish if sports, I could skate, I'd be the enforcer. Right. I want to do nothing else. Wait, listen, women's sports like are not often really allowed. Maybe it will change. Women don't get allowed to be an enforcer on a team. Really, people have a lot of problems when women start acting like that. But yeah, look, pay me a bunch of money. I'll come off the bench and just push them. Bitches around. Look, bring your face. You know what I'm saying? Punch me in the face. Yeah. Just go out like, there and just go fight. A- like, what I love about hockey, and I I don't see it much now, but, like, I remember wa- when younger watching it. So the teams played each other maybe, like, two weeks ago, and they got into a fight in, like, the third period. Right? right. When that game started, even if the enforcer wasn't on the first line, they would start that game and both enforcers would, would be like be at the, the starting in line the first line. Only mm. as soon as the as soon as the ref dropped the puck, they started fighting. Nothing happened yet in the game. They're fighting from the last game. They're bringing yeah. it to the next game. And I'm yeah. like, I get it. I, I think with basketball, the problem is none of those guys could fight. So, <laughs> so it looks stupid, it looks sloppy. Draymond doesn't have to choke him. He could just push him, right? Yeah. The, the refs made a mistake giving kicking Clay out of the game and finding him. His jersey's ripped, so clearly somebody was holding his jersey. 
So yeah. you can't expect him to not defend himself there. I don't but see the should Listen, listen, Clay. Clay looks like the kind of guy. If I'm, Clay also looks like like he's he's not like Rudy Gobert, but he kind of like. I'd want to punch him. You know, I'm like I'd want to punch him in the face. He probably said some shit, and I feel like. I don't know. He, I feel like he instigated it. So I'm okay with his suspension and just, or his fine or got getting kicked out of the game, whatever happened to him. Yeah. He got kicked. But well, I, I, I think him and Jalen, I don't think they should have got kicked out. I think them two could have got double technical. They didn't really do anything. They got tangled up with each other because they're grabbing each other and he pushed his hands off. That's a double, that's a technical, technical, technical. So you I think, think Rudy, Draymond is the only one that got ejected. Yeah, because Draymond's, Draymond went for his, put his, like, wrapped his okay, arm around Draymond his neck. Draymond was belligerent. Yeah, yeah. Like, he went to choke him. He didn't go to do anything else. Like, if he would have pushed him, you could have been like he's pushing him off of Clay Thompson, right? You could justify the push. But he went around him and grabbed him by no, his neck. He, he, so you got to get suspended for that. I can't believe yeah, Draymond's biggest suspension is only five. This is five games has been his biggest one. He stepped on so many people's nuts. He's done oh, so he much shit. He, <laughs> he like listen. He he doesn't mess around with these guys. And Yo, if if you touch and, him, he's gonna hit you. So people, someone was saying that the Warriors have been a little like what's my what was the word my brother used? It was just not belligerent lately, but they've been a little like they got a chip on their shoulder. They they're like having some like, and I think they're just getting older. And you know, like they're they're not the warriors they quite used to be. And I think that's like ratcheting up Draymond's sort of like, I gotta protect these guys, right? Clay, Clay's out there with like two bad knees, like he you know? Oh yeah. As, he's, I think Draymond's trying, man. One of my brothers was like Clay's Clay's wiped with his bad knees. And I was like, well, that's probably what McDaniel said to him. He's probably like, you know. Yeah, poor guy. Raptors did that to Clay, man. Yeah, well, a lot of things probably did that to Clay. But yeah, the Raptors did that to him. <laughs> he's he's not been the same since 2019. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. no. Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so it's. The other thing that's interesting, what was kind of apparently Rudy Gobert said this at one point, is that Draymond only gets suspended when Clay is or gets ejected. Excuse me, Draymond only gets ejected when Clay isn't playing. And somebody did the stat. People are like, no, no, no. They did the stats on it of like. The nine times either he's been suspended or ejected. I think he's been ejected like 19 times though. So maybe it's just suspensions. Whatever it was, it was like nine times. And out of seven of those times, Steph wasn't playing. Yeah, because <laughs> he's not, he's there to, he's, a, he's an enforcer. When you take away the star player, like you, you need him to score and play, he doesn't know what to, he's not know what to do. He's just going to start a fight and get kicked out? Yeah, just start a fight and get kicked out. Just hit him in the face. I do like the – I think a lot of teams, though, I think what makes 
the West hate the Golden State is that the su- well, everyone their, their success has been sustained for so long. Oh, yeah. So all those teams think they're better than them. But then when the playoffs yeah. come, they can't stop them. It builds yeah. that, that. So every team in the West hates the Warriors. Uh, uh, half the teams in the East hate the Warriors, too. Yeah, like I feel like the Cavs have the shitty record right now for them, but they're so happy they beat Golden State twice. Like, yeah. I feel like that that whole team could be like, we don't have to do anything else all year. We beat Golden State twice. That's fine. <laughs> That's like <laughs> we hate those guys, and none of the guys on the Cavs, aside from Tristan Thompson, none of the guys on the Cavs now even like were on the champ. You know the the teams that played the Warriors in the playoffs, right? In the exactly. finals. But they know, they know, they know the hate. Just, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't even know what you're fighting for. It's just right? supposed to hate this person, but it's been great. Like, it's been like, what? Like, is, we're 10 games in? Is that right? Yeah. Like 10, 11, 12 games in for teams? Yeah. And you see the competitiveness, like, like there's no, like, you know, like some teams have losing records that should have winning records, and some teams, yeah, you know, surprisingly, the Lakers are undefeated at home and undefeated in the play in, but they just like they need to get rid of Anthony Davis tomorrow, ship him well, for some to the Clippers, just oh, make him go no, to the no, other no. locker room. Hey, listen, James Harden hit a James Harden hit a game winning shot yesterday, so you know. <laughs> they're saying that James Harden. <laughs> He's going to, like, hit three game-winning shots in the next, like, four games and then ask for a trade. Oh, my God. <laughs> this was somebody, I, I don't know if it was on Twitter or someone said that. That was funny to me. I was like, that's hilarious. I was so sorry. If, this, if, if the Clippers could figure out a way to play together, yeah, they're dangerous. Like, you're not – that's a hard team to stop. It's, but they're not they're not all gonna always play. They're not I'm not scared of that. Well, I like I like I like Westbrook. They wouldn't even be able to play a whole series, all of them. Like they'd be like, oh, they play like one game, two, maybe. I like I like that Westbrook requested to come off the bench. Yeah. I thought that was he's smart. You don't want to get roped into Harden's bad play. Right? Yeah. So come off the bench when he stub for him and you play. Yeah. Right? So I would yeah. do the same thing. I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to play. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to take this guy's, I don't want to be in this guy's crosshairs at all. This thing with the Clippers, James Harden, all of them, they're so unpredictable. Like they're not consistent. They're not, so you don't know, like you might start with James Harden one day and it's great and wonderful. And the next 10 games, he's garbage. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to live with that. You have no choice. No, used to, I mean, but more. you picked your poison, I guess. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Somebody had to take him. <laughs> but yeah, I, think, <laughs> if, I think if they get rid of, if they get rid of Anthony Davis, then they should send him to the Clippers. He would fit in perfectly I mean, with that group. I, you, you have to. You, I don't know who you send them to because every team is going to be like, "This guy sucks." Right now, trade him for Rudy Gobert. Oh, oh my God! 
trade him to Minnesota. Think, well, right, or Carl Anthony Towns. Towns has to get off of that team. Though. Why? What is the... I don't. Is, I, I just think like you think he's bringing for, them down, or he just. I don't think they're. I don't think they're going anywhere. If that makes sense, like the the Anthony Edwards is is a is a superstar, right? And he has to defer to Towns, who is only only wants to shoot three pointers, and no matter how good they play and how hard they play, they still lose games just based on like poor decisions like right. so maybe I, I think the rudy gobert currently towns experiment is not it's not a championship experiment they're not winning a ring from trying this this is just a team that's going to be there till one of them leaves basically sounds harsh but it's 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 true no, they're, it's not, just... <laughs> they're not they're not doing anything I guess they have to figure out what they do there and who's going to go. Cause I feel like would they, maybe they keep towns and get rid of Gobert or I don't know. I don't know what you do. I mean, I would, I would keep Gobert cause you don't, you don't run plays for him. True. Right. He's just, he just sets screens, grabs rebounds and block shots. He, he's, he, but he's cost a lot of money. Cause he's good at that, you know? So I don't know. I, I just think Minnesota, it may not happen this year, but soon they're going to have to think about, like, do we keep this guy? But, you know, like Zach Levine, looks like the Bulls are open to trading him. So that's a big piece for some, for somebody to go after. Oh, yeah, Zach Levine, the Cavs should take him, maybe. The, maybe. Cavs, the Cavs, the Lakers. He'll be going to win. The Sixers and the Raptors are the teams that are interested in this guy. Yeah, the Cavs. The Cavs could use. They'd have to fight. Who they? They'd have to give away somebody. Yeah, they'd have to give away too much. They'd have to give away well, too much. Not. This is, this it's, is it's, the Cavs. Maybe not. If, if, if they have draft capital, so maybe they could give away some draft picks and a couple of players. The the in, well, putting the Raptors there is pretty interesting because then you have to think they're giving up OG or or they're giving up Gary Trent Jr. Or Pascal and Boucher, and a yeah. pick like it's gonna be. If you're getting Zach Levine, you have to give away a star. He's a star. Yeah. So, and I wouldn't be mad at uh, Zach. The Levine. thing is, you know what though? How how tall is he? Is he doesn't how... matter. He jumps out of the bill. Jumps out of the gym. Yeah, but the see, because he's like a small forward, a guard. Cavs don't need another guard. They need. They need. Oops. What happened? Oh, there I am. They need forwards. They need a they need a better, I don't know. They need a better backup big and they need a fucking wing. They need to get rid of like Dean Wade. That's what they should get rid of. But he's, I think, I think he's a a backup like he backs up Mobley, I think. Well, Mobley needs to just get better. Or that. I mean. Or that. Yeah, Mobley just needs to get a little bit better. He's he in his third take, year. He needs to take a. He needs to take the Scotty Barnes leap, because Scotty's taking a leap. All those guys are taking a leap, so I think mm. for Mobley it's a little bit harder because, of course, you're not the you're not the number one guy. 
Yeah, so this is the problem the Cavs have. I mean, they have this. This is, and you know, I've talked about this is that you have, you have Mobley. He's and like, yeah, he's not the number one guy. Donovan Mitchell is. You also have Darius Garland, who's no. not the number one guy because Donovan Mitchell is. But it's like, who's going to run the play? Who's going to, you know? And no. so Darius Mitchell probably is, or not Darius Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Darius Garland is not playing the way you know as good as he could maybe be playing and yeah. Mobley both of them but like so it's kind of like you sort there is sort of a wonder if the Cavs hadn't traded for Donovan Mitchell I mean they would have probably had to get rid of Sexton but if they would have kind of kept a little bit of what they had they they needed well they, they needed they needed a shooting guard at that time too, but or maybe just gone for somebody a little at a at a little lower level, and then tried to work with what they had. With the, I I don't know it's just, it's I'm yeah, not so, a, I'm not a GM so yeah as you I mean when a when a when a generational talent or good talent it comes available you swing for it. You right. never know, right? So right. they they I mean, it put it put season it put butts in the in the seats. Yeah. It's, well, it know, did so. last year. I don't know if it's putting them in this year. That's the thing. I'm getting a lot of things for like tickets still available early on. So we'll see. We shall see. So for me, like so far, the NBA season has been great. Yeah, I I am waiting for like when mid no like late November December when some of those contracts that were signed players could be traded should be interesting. There's gonna be some moves, yeah. Well, if Zach Levine, if some of these other guys are looking to move, one and- one person I I am so shocked at, and it's just weird seeing them, and it's like you're playing yourself right out of the NBA, and it's gonna be an amazing thirty for thirty in about five to ten years. Is Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole went from saving the Warriors to winning a championship, the next year getting punched in the face, and then having a whole year of not wanting to, as they said, they were trying to reconcile them, and he didn't, they didn't really want to reconcile. And then and he's on the Warriors. Then you're traded to or the Warriors. Or then he's on the Wizards, excuse me, the Wizards. Yeah, you're traded to the Wizards, and they have these videos of, like, People are taking videos of him while they're having like timeouts in, in the huddle. And he's not really paying attention. He's making all these weird faces, and it's like, is he doing it on purpose? But like watching the Raptors play the Wizards, the Wizards were up by like twenty three, and I'm like, oh, the Raptors are gonna lose to the Wizards right now. I'm like, how am I supposed to defend the Raptors losing to these guys? And they came back and beat them, and he just had the most horrible game, and it's just a trend of like zero for eights and like. Just was that like, the game where he the because he got last week was one of the shacks shacking a fool or this week whatever over the weekend and he like was going the wrong direction of the play or something I, it was something really stupid. yeah he's just yeah it's all season he's been doing this all season like it's like almost like he's purposely just not paying attention I don't know maybe he's got some personal stuff going on. No, know. he's just not a good basketball player. But when you play on the Warriors, 
all you got to do is make the open shot because these guys are going to grab at the attention. And he made the open shot a lot. But now that he's the man on a team that's not that good, teams are just, just they're gearing up for him. He has, he can't, he just can't. He doesn't, he like, it's like, there's some players that are athletically gifted. They have the talent. They can shoot the shots. They can, they have the skills, but they don't have the IQ. The best, maybe he just has zero basketball IQ. Maybe he's just kind of dumb. Which, if you look at someone like Draymond, and he has to be on a team, and he sees this, like, dumb guy got his money, I can see wanting to punch someone in the face. You're like, this guy's a, like, when you, because when you realize, (laughs) get personal, when you realize someone is an idiot, and you yeah. feel like other people don't realize it, it mm-hmm. is one of the most infuriating things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're like, this this person? What? Like it make it legitimately makes you want to punch them in the face. Yeah, I know. You know. You have to tell me there's people I want to punch in the face. <laughs> this is the theme of this podcast. By the way, we are not really violent people. Okay, maybe Remy is. I am not. Really, we are all big talkers. You're not. Everybody hating violence on this podcast. Everybody in the world. Here's the here's the thing. Everybody in the world has a person that they want to punch in the face. Not necessarily going to punch them in the face. No. I think it's healthy to be like this person crossed the line of the boundaries that I have, and if I was a person that didn't care about other people's boundaries, I'd punch them in the face. That's that's my punch them in the face. Got it. I wanted to start it. a company where people could pay me to slap somebody in the face with them <laughs> at one point. This is, <laughs> this, is a, this is a long time. It's in my 20s when I was trying to figure out what to do with my life. <laughs> I thought that I would be good. I'm pretty sure you get in trouble for that. <laughs> you go to jail for things like that. But they'll have to pay me a good amount of money. Like, yeah, like, you know. 20 bucks? Know. No. It's got to be like I feel like here, here is 20 bucks. Go throw this drink on somebody. You can let them know it was me too. Just be like, oh. pour it on them. Be like, this is from Liz. Right there. Oh, from Liz. Over there. She gave me 20 bucks. Buy back your drink. <laughs> we just wanted to pour the drink on you. So buy back your drink. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Jordan Poole. I mean, he's probably just not the brightest person it's, it's it's weird i think it just bothers me because i wanted to side with him in the whole draymond thing mm. and then you're watching his antics and his behavior and you're kind of like was that always happening but you're just not paying attention because it's jordan pool like you cared more about Stephen clay maybe maybe the warriors <laughs> traded him because he was a nuisance to them right yeah, but they probably so they want to get rid of him as quick as they could they got rid of him and went and got Chris Paul, okay? They didn't even go get anybody young. They got the oldest point guard on their team, right? Like This that is the other thing. Show- I mean, you're playing point guard. You have to kind of be smart-ish. Yeah. You can't – like, you could play center, I feel, and be a little dumb. But many yeah. centers are very smart, like – Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a very smart basketball player. Yeah. Like, there's very intelligent 
basketball players. Like, but I think there's certain positions where you can get away with not yeah, just going where you're told and, and doing basics. Like, but your point guard, I feel like you, you have to kind of be on it. Oh, definitely. Because you're like kind of the quarterback of the team, right? Like you're directing things. More or less. So if you're kind of a fucking idiot, you can't, I mean, you're not going to do well. Well, that's why he's not there. Yeah. Definitely. And the Warriors aren't going to keep around somebody who's garbage. So last thing I want to talk about before we go is the thing I sent you. Adam Silver has gone on record as saying, you know, talking about expansion teams, NBA expansion teams, and potential places, cities for those teams. And one of the places I, you know, would have expected, Mexico City, definitely. They're playing some games there this year. But he also said that there is interest, I guess there's been interest, in Vancouver in the past. There used to be the, you know, I don't know why they want to try Vancouver again. And that there's interest in, a lot of interest, he said, in Montreal. Now, the NBA isn't going to expand anytime soon, he also added. However, the fact that he's kind of putting this out there, or willing to put it out there, I thought that was very interesting. Montreal. Montreal, for sure, 100%. I thought it was, I was like, I hadn't thought of it, but I was like, The rivalry between the Raptors and and whatever Montreal team is there, it's worth the basketball. I, yeah, I guarantee you it's, it's been what like I think the for like Raptors have been the cross Canada thing that they do where they practice everywhere and they play a game in Montreal. This yeah. year they didn't play a game in Montreal. Other oh. NBA teams played games in Montreal. Right. And they sold out the arena. So oh, yeah. So well, you're 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 looking Adam Silver's looking at it like that's that's cash right there. Right. Well, and also I think I, 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 I thought it was like, I was like, this is a great idea. Speaking of, I mean, there's more and more French players coming into the league. When you watch the draft, not Wemby, but the other French player that they drafted early in the draft, he, they were interviewing both of them. And he was like, he's like, we're coming. The French are coming. Like there's a lot of good players in the French league. And so I can see having a Montreal team to really, like, if, like, I can see French players wanting to play on a Montreal team. And then you don't don't even, you just have to have, like, two French players on a Montreal team, and they'll fucking eat it up. And the French, like, it'll... It's something that I don't understand with the Raptors, why they don't scout more players internationally to come play in Toronto then I feel like they do. there's a lot of international players on the team they don't do it as like as they should do it a little bit more because like, and they're not super intentional about it I guess yeah. right like it's like because if it happens it happens it's it, it's you know like how sometimes they say how hard it is to get American players to sign long extensions all the time right so why aren't you just Fostering. I know, like Masai does do a Giants of Africa. He does 
do a good job because he sees these players when they, they're raw, talented, talent and haven't right. played. Right. He doesn't draft them right away either. They go to other teams, and then when he has the opportunity to sign them, he tries to sign them. Right, right. You know, so it's, it's you know, right. they are doing it a bit, but I, I, I think, especially because they're the team, like, if you bring, like, Vancouver and Montreal into the fold, <laughs> one of those teams, you yeah. open up another team that's going to go after international players. Right. Or Mexico that's City, it. right? Right. Well, Mexico right. City, that's what, I mean, he, Adam Silver said Mexico City would be like a gateway to the rest of Central, you know, in South America and, you know, Latin America, like Spanish speaking countries, basically. Yep. Montreal then makes sense. He's not just for European players and international players, but like I said, French and French speaking players, because there are French speaking players from Africa as well. It makes way more sense than Vancouver. Um, I, I'm interested why they picked Vancouver with Seattle. Right? I think that's why Vancouver is always in the conversation because it is, if they're a Seattle, if you're going in that direct, in that spot, right? If you're going in America, you're picking that. If you're going West Coast, you have to pick that, those two places. I think you have to add two teams, right? So you have to really add a West Coast team and an East Coast team. Or a yeah. team has to. And so you really can't do Mexico City and Vancouver or Seattle. You have yeah. to do an, or, you know, so it, for a lot of reasons, Montreal and Mexico City would make the most sense. Because then the other only place on the, is like city, I would think, is Vegas. There's no other East Coast, like, like cities. There's no, like, there's nowhere that I feel like could really support a team on the East Coast that doesn't already have a team. Yeah, pretty much. Unless I'm like missing something. No. I think every every major East Coast city has a team. The thing is, Cleveland has a team, and Cleveland's not the biggest city in Ohio. So you could like Columbus, maybe, but then you've got you don't really need two teams in Ohio or yeah. Pittsburgh like Pittsburgh doesn't have a team but there's obviously like I feel like Pittsburgh would have had a team if there was an interest any there mustn't just be zero interest there because they have all the other sports yeah and, I think just more of a hockey town yeah it's I a mean, yeah, yeah exactly and hockey's in the winter so everybody has a team yeah everybody has a team Unless you put one in, like, unless you put one in, like, somewhere else in Florida, but then you three teams in Florida? No, that's crazy. Yeah. No, it's not I don't football. think anywhere. Yeah. I'm just, even in my head, like, trying to think about it. Even Detroit's got a team, so, like, yeah. <laughs> everybody's got a team. Chicago. I mean, you could put another Texas team, have one Texas team in the East and one in the, but, you already have two Texas teams. It'd be. Damn. So, like, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any. So, the only place in the East you could put a team is. Somewhere in is Montreal. Is Montreal. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I would love to see two more teams in the NBA. They've got enough talent. Yeah. They really have to think about maximizing their earning potential. So yeah. We'll see. And we'll see how long it takes, if it happens at all. Mm-hmm. They may do something different. <clears throat> so that is all for today, unless there's anything else that we haven't touched on. There probably is, but. Yeah, you know. There's, there's going to be. There's, there's so much. More games. So much more time. The Cavs have the unfortunate situation, unfortunate scheduling situation and have to play Denver tomorrow. Or, yeah, tomorrow. Is that everybody? Everybody in the league when they have to play Denver? It's unfortunate. Yeah, pretty much. Because Denver is beating everybody. Yeah, I would just, I'd kind of just take a night off. I'd be like, you know what? (laughs) Let's not work that hard at this game. Let's just take a night off. Yeah, Denver's just a well-oiled machine, man. Yeah. They're going to be like the Spurs back in like the early 2000s or whenever. Whenever the Spurs were just like team-dominant Spurs. And they just were like, they never made mistakes. They never. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what the, the Nuggets really remind me of them a bit. It was a little more Jokovic. Jokic. Jokic is a little more entertaining than Tim Duncan. Definitely has more character in his than Tim Duncan. He has more jokes. He has yeah. more jokes. And Tim Duncan was so boring. <laughs> and I was like, this guy is like really no personality going on. I'm sure he has a personality, but how are you ever gonna know? Exactly. He, he doesn't show it, so you never know. Yeah. So that is on that note. We talked about a lot today. Remember, do not we are not advocating violence on this podcast. <laughs> we talked a lot about punching people in the face. <laughs> Blame Draymond. And we will be back next time. Like, follow us, subscribe to our podcast. time. See you next time. All right. Bye.